Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dubs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ OneShot 2.0, and I'm here to welcome you to No Rots, No Glory, a journey into the orcish side of the 41st millennium using the Goblin Quest RPG. This arc features GM Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik. What happens when the Dum Dums play a group of Gretchens trying to take to the skies of Armageddon on a stolen rocket? Nobody knows. Cause it's one shots. Goblin Quest Edition. Wah, 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 wah. A scribbled note. Recovered from Hilltop. Look, I don't know who keeps leaving the fucking squig pen open, but if I find another one of them round fucks where they ain't supposed to be, I'm just going to start killing till I find the right one. Snick whistle. You hear the explosion. Yeah. You know that the, the distraction is in place. Yeah, uh, your your knob, the the, the <laughs> man who has instructed you so well, who has passed on so much of his knowledge, yeah, uh, yeah. has surely succeeded. Yeah, time to siphon some fucking gas. Oh yeah, uh, and and so Snick Whistle just kind of books it across the the lot or like hangar wherever we kind of are, and 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 or the bay, I guess. Uh, yep, <laughs> the big vehicle bay. Um, and he ambles up on top of this rhino, and he crawls to the back. And he pops the cap off, and he just starts sucking, sucking back fuel. Amazing. <laughs> so let's, let's get, I was going to ask if you had a container, but then I remembered you're just using the cheeks yeah. like a horrible murder chipmunk. Um, yeah. All right, so go ahead and roll. Um, uh, so weird you, deep cut. Orcs can live off of eating almost anything, so this could theoretically nourish you. Truly the goats of the 40K universe. Um, all right, so uh, Tyler, that's going to be just one for for doing the thing. Okay. Um, and then what else? What else you got? Uh, if anyways. I don't know. Okay, if you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do one. Love it. Yeah. That's a four. Uh, hey, good, good. Something good happens. Um, so be giving plus one to the next uh, next goblin. Um, but it's the, not a success. Uh, Right. No, it doesn't okay. count as a success uh, in terms of like uh, achieving the overall things. You're still, we'll say, you're still sucking fuel. Um, yeah. You don't have enough in your cheeks yet. I think Snake Whistle swallows. I think by accident he swallows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, yeah. so, I got to start over. You think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Round two. It's one of those things where like you only know when the tank is full by counting. Uh, and it's like if you yeah. swallowed, you can't be sure how much fuel you're carrying in your yeah. mouth anymore. Yeah. Um, got to make sure I have enough. <laughs> But the, the good thing that happens uh, during this is um, the, the boy who stomped the squig, um, uh, one of the other like warriors who's with him is just like, oh, someone left the pen open again. Oh, there's going to be squigs everywhere. Uh, and they immediately take off into uh, the garage and they're just like looking behind things um, because as Murtaugh found out the hard way, um, being surprised by a, a squig 
like uh, like an angry like fighty squig not great squigs are, are what the orcs eat mostly so there's also like you know domesticated ones and there's all sorts of different ones but if the attack squigs are loose that's a huge fucking problem for all involved so they're st- like tearing around and they're doing that thing where like um for those of you uh who have cats uh when like a cat goes missing in your apartment and you know they physically can't have gotten out but like i once found mine in like a cupboard above the refrigerator and i'm like how the fuck why uh, so it's just that they're just opening every every like drawers like places that no squig should reasonably be um and sure enough like one like darts out from behind some boxes uh and just like hops away because they're they're bipedal um but the good news for you snick whistles this means that the, the boys are wildly distracted uh so you you've got time perfect um and also means that uh squigs are just just loose just just loose all over the place um so they're they're off running around causing causing a ruckus um meanwhile um uh big Lou and twitchy uh you have uh just a bunch of pilots running towards you big Lou, you're still dragging stuff you're real good at, at at holding and carrying things so you're doing okay um twitchy we'll say you've caught up to big Lou, uh right. now having completed your your grizzly work mm-hmm. um but you've got these pilots who've clearly sighted the rockets and are, are rushing towards you. Um, how did the two of you deal with this? I think Bigaloo is just going to continue on walking, but say to all of these pilots yelling, there are many rockets. They have been spilled everywhere. Enough for everyone. These are our rockets. You get your own. <laughs> uh, and Twitchy, what are you doing? <laughs> Twitchy's just running along supportively. Uh, uh, kind of sparking the ends of his wires, going ah, ah, towards them, just <laughs> to, I don't know, fend them off. <laughs> You're just Han Solo running into a room full of stormtroopers screaming. Um, okay, great. So uh, let's get rolls for for both of you there. Um, it's just one dice for me. I don't think this is any not not a great at doing any of this. So no, and, and Twitchy, I feel like it's probably one dice for you. I can't as well, justify anything else. No, no, no. Uh, okay, so one dice each, please. Let's see what happens. I got a three. <laughs> I got a two. Uh, but Bigaloo, you get to add uh, plus one uh, <gasps> because Nick Whistle uh, did good. So the pilots are also distracted when one of them just gets like uh, sticking with the Jurassic Park metaphor, like taken out like a raptor out of the grass. <laughs> We're just like they're all running and then suddenly one's like, whoop, um, and uh, there's a squig in their midst. So the pilots are a little, little confuzzled. Um, so your three becomes a four. Um, so something good happens. Um, and Twitchy, what did you roll? Two. Two. Um, well, the good news is uh, something good happened in Bigaloo's role. So that means you get a plus one on yours, dumping <gasps> you up to a something bad. So, like, we're still not great here. Um, okay, so the good thing that happens is um, squigs are, are just, like, spilling out through the crowd. Uh, the pilots are distracted, but a bunch of them now are running from squigs. So you're, like, bad gambit actually did pay off because they're like, well, if I can get to a rocket and away from the squig, that. That's the one. Um, the, uh, the something bad is that uh, a squig locks eyes on Twitchy. Uh, ah. so just it keeps seeing the the, the sparking uh, thing. You've you've stick with our Jurassic Park metaphors. Uh, you've become Jeff Goldblum uh, <laughs> with uh, with a flare, um, <laughs> and uh, it, it grins its its teeth and starts uh, rushing toward you. Um, no successes, unfortunately, uh, on the task. 
Uh, meanwhile, in the the vehicle bay, as a snick whistle uh, sucks fuel, and uh, orcs <laughs> look desperately for squigs, uh, another grot of of clan Mork uh, emerges uh, and and uh, picks up the the heirloom. Uh, Ryan, who who enters the scene? Uh, entering the scene is Mister Mork. His name is Mister. He is. Uh, he was forced to stand picket for a lot of the orc camps to keep an eye on you know those dirty umis who might come in only he has become enamored with human culture and wants to become a human so he is wearing a bow tie and a dicky uh, that, that he has strapped around his neck so he can be as human as possible uh, unlike the other grots who wander around hunched over like orcs he's perfectly upright uh, and as he he picks up the the commissar's cap and he puts the cape on, he actually reaches with one hand and just runs it over his scalp as though he were pushing hair that he does not have back, and puts the cap on back first, and then turns to like another grot in the distance and gives them a nod, like you see the commissar do. <laughs> I mean, here's the problem. I'm going to be inconsolable if anything happens to Mr. Mork. I love the idea that he stripped a dead butler on Armageddon. He's like, this is mine now. <laughs> um, okay, that's amazing. So, um, Mr. Mork and uh, Snickwistle. Snickwistle, I imagine you're just going to keep siphoning gas. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just keep sucking it back. Yeah. Just. Right. Uh, and- it's just, are your cheeks just expanding? I think he keeps swallowing by accident. We'll get, to, we'll, we'll get to it with the next roll, but yeah, I think he just keeps accidentally swallowing more and more fuel. Uh, and Mr. Mark, is there anything you'd want to do to, to help this, or would you go check on the others? I think Mr. Mark seeing this go on would realize that we clearly need a container. So Mr. Mark would be looking at this and going like, Oh, the humans keep gas in cans. Mr. Mark will get a can and bring over to Snick Whistle who can barf into the can. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Snick Whistle, uh, with cheeks full of fuel, turns, like, pries his mouth off the the fuel thing and turns to you and takes a big gulp and says, so that he can speak, and says, no, no, I, I almost got it. And he goes back and keeps sucking on fuel. <laughs> All right, so his plan is basically that Mr. Mark wants to get a can and wait, because with the amount of gasoline <laughs> Snick Whistle has drank, he's confident Snick Whistle will vomit, and at that point, he can catch the vomit in the can. And by can, I, it's not a human one. He's clearly got a garbage can. He does not understand human vernacular to human item. Yeah. Okay. This is great. Um, okay. Phenomenal. Beautiful. You keep so, sucking at the back until you barf. <laughs> barf here. <laughs> so, um, big gulp. Okay. Faster. <laughs> so, Tyler, it occurs to me um, that you're, you're, your thing is that he's super focused, right? Uh, he just whistles when he focuses, and oh, when he's mind. focusing, uh, he can't be distracted, or, or it's t- tough to. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't think he can whistle he while he while chugs gas. Yeah, you, you were correct on your single <laughs> dice before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, single dice for you and uh, Mr. Morick, um I think probably just just the one. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, just the one. Let's find out. Great. That's a one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, Snick Whistle, what'd you get? Oh, I didn't roll yet. I'll, I'll roll now. That's a five. Five. Um, 
Okay. So, um, uh, Snake Whistle, finally, like, you think it's the right amount uh, in, yeah. in your cheeks. Um, but uh, as as you, you consider that and really think about it, you start to focus. Um, and as you go to whistle, I think it's just like a, a thin spray of gasoline uh, out between your cheeks, uh, you know, like you were an adorable fountain. Uh, and unfortunately, Mr. Mork, you're sitting there waiting for vomit. You aren't expecting for like artful fountain. Uh, so you just get hosed in the face with gasoline. Uh, and you were you were not you don't have the the uh, the fortitude of Snick Whistle. Um, so you're going to take a take a, an injury as as you <laughs> breathe and drink gasoline uh, while catching the rest of it uh, in in the bucket. Uh, which happily brings you uh, enough uh, successes uh, to you now have enough fuel uh, to, to load up the rockets. Um, that said, we are going to have to figure out, like, aside from just your task, if Twitchy and Bigaloo get away from this, the rockets have, have been, like, safely secured, but you've got a, a squig bearing down on you. So, Snickwhistle and uh, Mr. Mork, do you have any response to getting hit in the face with gas? Is there, like, a reaction, I imagine, as a... As a you know, uh, a Gretchen of means, this might be quite... quite <laughs> oh, convenient. normally I would just ignore this, but I must do what the Yumis do. Ow! Ow! Someone <laughs> help me! I need my mother! Something like that! Ow! I have children! Don't eat me! You know, the normal yelling Yumi things. Uh, Stick Russell, you have any response to that? He's laughing his ass off. This is this is hilarious. <laughs> this is the best impression of a human he's ever seen. Uh, amazing! So he, it, like it, the, he like the fuel comes out his nose because he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing! So as you you like you know hose gasoline yeah. like Mr. Mork running around yelling those things collecting. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. This is how we actually succeed. He just tricks him into <laughs> coughing. Yeah, he just Amazing. snarfs just the whole <laughs> contents of his gut out through his nose because he's laughing so hard. Well, Amazing. this worked out. It must have been because of Emperor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you feel like card. a truck? Huh? I heard a Yumi say you are what you eat and you ate a lot of gas. Do you if feel you like you a eat. truck? If you are what you eat, I'm a grot. Oh yeah, you're a truck. I'm a humie because I ate four small humies. Oh, I, I might have had human before. <laughs> this is like the the nice like coworkers getting to know each other chat you have as you're like carrying the gas back. Murtaugh's corpse is like burning. Like the other orcs like running in with buckets because like they don't <laughs> they don't have shit yeah. to put out fire. Um, oh, and yeah, God. you just have this nice little chat as you kind of wind your way back towards the rockets. Uh, meanwhile, um, oh back at, at the rockets, uh, Bigaloo and Twitchy, you've, uh, Twitchy particularly, you've got a, a, a squig bearing down on you. Um, how do you both try and avoid uh, death by squig? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Bigaloo's whole gambit is the I am a Killican, even though he obviously is not, but the, our clutch has one red eye, so he only has the one because the rest of it is all plastered over with with crappy metal. So I think he would turn, look at the squig, and be like, "It's time, laser beam eye, shoom shoom," and just stare down the squig. <laughs> it's just imagination. I'm just know. remembering. What's uh, that sound again? 
I just want to hear the on- the onomatopoeia of it once more. Shoom, shoom. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shoom. Getting like strong uh, frying needle and pretending to be robots. Shoom. Like walking around being like bleep bloop yeah. fellow robots. You know, every yeah. time you hear every time you hear a laser, it's just a clear shoom. <laughs> In the grim darkness of the future. <laughs> uh amazing. Okay, so uh Del, I'm gonna give you um I think Listen, I don't know what inspiration is in this, but you have to give it for Shoop Shoop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So, um, it's the Killican method acting. That's what it is. <laughs> all right. So the I agree. Shum Shum is pretty great. So we're gonna give you a plus one on your. <laughs> yeah, um, something good happened. You made that sound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think this sounds to me like Beautiful. three. I think from the way you've three. described it, uh, all right. Del. Um, and Twitchy, Take how are you gonna how are you gonna try and deal with this? Uh, Twitchy sees someone standing their ground. Twitchy stands his ground too. Respect it. I respect it. <laughs> uh, Except you're just holding out the fucking wires. Say like, what sound do you does. make? <laughs> I've learned this is important. <laughs> well, he's shocking himself, so the only sound he can make is ah. It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. It's like trying to make yourself big so a bear will leave you alone. Like ah. Okay. Um, can you guys do both sounds at the same time? <laughs> This is amazing. This is like Gretchen's being torn apart, like the war for Armageddon's happening over the wall. You're just seeing them This is our tiny little last stand war. This is your Alamo. Um, Okay. Wow, 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 wow. Um, Okay. Jesus Christ. So go ahead. Laura, I think probably just the one, realistically. <laughs> one. Um, oh wait, no, I, I'd give you, oh, I'd give you two because you you're electrocution. Yeah, well, I was actually going to say because you're you're doing what other people do. That's like a that's, that's a strongly held tenant. That's true. Yes, it is. So uh, you can you can go ahead with two if you like. <laughs> yeah, I two. All right, let's see. Oh. One and a four. All right, uh, and Del. Great. Here they go. Oh, they're bad. So this is with the plus one, two, two, four. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, okay, well, the good news is Snickwistle and Mr. Mork are going to have some fucking tremendous luck in the next scene. Uh, so that's two, two plus ones going forward. Um, just because I, I had you roll those both simultaneously, and it, the rolls are bad enough that... <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, fam. Um, all right, so... Um, that's that's it for Bigaloo. That's, yeah. The as as the um uh, as the the squig uh, runs forward, um, <clears throat> you know squigs squigs are are mindless beasts. Uh, they're just like you know designed to just be like rockets that you aim at something and let go. Um, but it remembers its you know uh, squig trainer. Uh, you know the the master who would sit over it with like the electro whip, um, and uh, you know this this trainer. Uh, he always named. Um, you know, uh, named his squigs and uh, he named them after uh, just think he has so many he has to come up with whatever he can. So he just named them after noises he'd heard. And he, he'd heard a laser on a killer can once. So as he was whipping the squig, he was just going, shoom, 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 you stupid squig, shoom. And so as the, the squig hears 
hears the the word it heard so often coming out of its tormentor's mouth, it just fully st- does like a, a a scrabble to the side and just like off one foot uh, leaps forward. Uh, Bigaloo, uh, how do you go down? Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's from the feet starting at the feet, and then the chomping is just starting to consume Bigaloo's body, and he's like. No, no, I am not flesh. I am metal. This cannot be. This cannot. <laughs> uh, and uh, Twishy, I'm going to say your injury comes from hearing I'm not flesh, I'm metal. And you know what helps metal. Uh, so you rush forward um, with with your, your elements and stick them uh, to the body. Uh, and as a result, one of your hands gets chomped off by uh, by the squig. Uh, you fall away, you know, uh, Gretchen blood gushing from your 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 stump, um, and uh, you realize that maybe wires can't solve everything. Um, but something something good happens uh, with all this as well. As Bigaloo falls, uh, the the rockets bounce out of their arms uh, and just kind of roll down the hill to exactly where you said they would be. Uh, so it's going to be a plus one going forward. Um, and uh, they roll to a stop. It's a small grot foot pops out and stops them in like a classic, like the cool kid walking onto the soccer field stops the ball kind of way. Uh, Dell, <laughs> who is the new member of uh, of Clutch Bob who uh, intercepts the rockets? Oh, yeah, this is Hoopa Loopa Roomba Bob. So steps out. <laughs> this is Fabius Bile reaching out to all those arch heretics and other dangerous psychopaths out there. There is only one way to truly defeat the Emperor and his pathetic lickspittles, and that is to make sure that they do not unify themselves and their false beliefs and empty gods. They must not join a Patreon. They must never join patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Then our cabal can rise to the heights of brutality and cruelty. We can slay every player character, skin the flesh from their bones, and leave them with no hope remaining. Unless, somehow, people go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. With enough support, perhaps they could stop us. But that will never happen. Loopa Roomba Bob has one big red eye in the middle and then two other eyes hovering above that and then little tiny angry teeth but then a sash with lots of tools stuffed in the middle. Uh, amazing. The um, as, uh, as he stops the, the rocket, uh, you just hear like a clank, 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 clank as uh, the colander bounces down the hill uh, with with just the, just the smallest bit of face left in it, um, and mm-hmm. uh, and arrives uh, at his feet, um, <clears throat> amazing. So, Mister Mork, uh, Snick Whistle, and uh, Twitchy, you meet back up uh, at at the rockets. Um, you've got almost everything you need. Uh, you've got the fuel to make them to to make them, you know, rocket a little bit extra hard. But ah, there's always that problem once you're up in the air, like how you stay up there, and the only solution 
uh, is to grab a Big Mech shooter. Uh, it's really the the only way to do it. Um, so you have a moment. Uh, you know the the armory is nearby. Uh, you have a moment to kind of come up with with a rough plan. Um, Big Mech shooters are not small, <laughs> which is how you know they're going to help you fly. Uh, if you're looking for an image, Tom, they're I am. a backpack almost the size of the mech and oh, then right. just a full straight-up cannon, depending on which version. Some of three orbs spinning around to really blast stuff. It is as chaotic as you would imagine. Jesus. Amazing. Um, so uh, you got to go obtain that from from the armory. It's, it's going to be, you know, hell to get in and out. But uh, you need it, damn it. Um, do you have a rough plan, or are you just gonna gonna wing it? Uh, all uh, of you meet up. This is your first meeting of uh, Hoopa Loopa Roomba, um, who you've met like around, but like you know they're they're on the scene. Nice to meet you, fellow soldiers. Here's what I can do. I can go and do what the Yumis do and requisition this weapon for us because a superior has requested it. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> We all need to follow the chain of command. Chain of command. Yeah, that's why uh, I carry this chain. <laughs> just takes it out of his diaper. <laughs> it's just one knee slapper after another with this guy. Oh, chains are chains are what I get my fingers stuck in, in between them, and it gets ripped up in the machinery. Okay, so you guys have like a common thing: chains and stuff. Chains. I I know about chains. Oh, that is good. Then you will obey. You can come with me to requisition because you are respectful to your commander. Salute. Uh, and he just raises a hand and slaps himself in the head as hard as he can. He clearly did not get the salutes. He may have seen a guy salute and then get shot and assumed the whole motion went together. <laughs> All right. I, I think Hoopaloopa Roomba agrees with this and just slaps himself in the head. And they're very hunched over little Gretchen. So, idiot. Yep, yeah, let's, let's find some more things to stick fingers in. <laughs> if, if, if you want people to do what you say, you got to get bigger. So why don't we just make a big person? Like, <laughs> like, like so, you be the head because you got the idea. You're going to talk. And then someone else be the head, be the body and the arms. And then two of us will be the legs. And we'll just walk right in there. It's perfect. Oh. I have a whole cape. We can use this to cover up the fact that you are just a stack of grots. And then we can say, hello, I'm a whole Humi. Yeah, yeah. I need your gun because my superior said, requisition. <laughs> yeah, requisition. <laughs> this, this is the smartest grot I've ever met. <laughs> Twitchy finishes cauterizing his stump of an arm. <laughs> With his, uh, one of his electrical wires. Said, ah, I'll be left hand. <laughs> That's smart. All right. all right, then I'll be right. And all these all right. broken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I wanted two legs, but two sets of legs, but that's fine. <laughs> You have two legs. Humies only have two legs. If we had four legs, I don't know what we'd be. Perhaps Humies mating. Let's get in the stack. No, this is Twi fine. I'm high Twi as fucking the fuel is giving me strength. <laughs> Twitchy takes a hand and pushes over the wheel he's been guarding around. Just a wheel can be a leg. <laughs> oh, you should give that to Snick Whistle. He is a truck. 
I'll also say if you need to hand off your heirlooms, uh, the rest of your clutch is always nearby. So if you don't want it for a scene, you can just play. <laughs> You're a problem now. <laughs> okay. So, Tom, I think we've solved our plan, which is we have Snick Whistle in a wheel, and then we yeah. would like to put three grots on top of him to pretend to be a human yes. to requisition the mech gun. You're going to Muppet Man. carry a wheel and three other grots. This is fine. Right. The fuel is making me strong. I assume you'd roll the wheel and use it yeah. to help, but I prefer carrying it as an additional <laughs> chore. He doesn't, he doesn't get the truck thing yet, so he's just holding the wheel while you're on his shoulders. Okay. So I think, uh, I don't know if... Uh, Good luck figuring out this roll, Tom. No, I got it. Um, I don't know how many of y'all played the original Assassin's Creed, but when they made it, they're like, what if every button controls a different part of your body? So if you want eagle vision, it's triangle. If you got to run, it's X. If you want to attack, it's circle and square. So I think we're basically going to treat these roles and actions as like, we have to break down the Muppet Man body to determine which part is is active at any given time. So step one is you got to approach. As the Vincent Adeltman uh Grot stack. So Grot Stack one, uh Snick Whistle. Let's let's get that roll. Um you get inexplicably a plus one. I guess the gas did make you stronger, uh, <laughs> yeah. or at least feel the less. Gas is making me strong. Yeah. Um okay, so you've got that. Um what else <laughs> what else would you like to use? Snick whistle, just reviewing the notes I've got here. Tunes whistles tunelessly <laughs> uh, between his teeth when he concentrates. Uh, and he's definitely concentrating, so he is whistling. Um, <coughs> I don't know if if his uh, his inability to be distracted while focused helps him. I think so, absolutely. Walking. Yeah, like okay. y- your body's in extraordinary pain. You're carrying too much weight, but <laughs> okay, you know your job is to get he's whistling through the, the pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then I had two. That's all I can think yep, of. That, that makes sense to me. Am I adding one to each of these? Yes. Okay. So then they're both become twos. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, that's that's handy because um, I can bring in the the the, the complication from our our earlier roles here. Um, so you start uh, you start like you know struggling forward. Um, and you've got this. It's very, very hard uh, for you to be distracted while you're focused. Just... Um, and uh, you just you, you have the weight of these these grots upon your back. The wheel uh, is what's really doing it, but he won't and put and it that down. extra wheel. Um, <laughs> you've also swallowed a lot of gasoline. <laughs> um, Tyler, tell me how Snick Whistle dies. Uh, he just he just. Um, do you know why they're called telescopes? <laughs> because one section collapses into the other section, collapses into the other section. It telescopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's what happens to Snick Whistle's spine. Uh, he just telescopes. It just collapses in on itself. Uh, like an accordion just being smushed. Yeah. So uh, you'd like, if for those of you up, uh, t- you know, higher up on, on the, the pyramid, uh, you're just walking along, and then suddenly it's a little lower, and it's a little lower. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's a between- smooth descent. It's like an escalator. You're moving forward, but also down. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly, uh, Hoopa Loopa Roomba and Twitchy, you're the legs. Um, as uh, Snick Whistle uh, implodes. So. 
so you you've <laughs> made it to not even the door of uh, the machine shop, um, and you hear a, a, a yell from inside, um, and uh, a wrench comes flying out the window, and you just hear "fucking squig." Um, what do the the next three of you do? Keep walking. We have to requisition our weapon. Sometimes Yumi's lose their legs and they scream, but that's not appropriate while requisitioning. It's sort of a one or the tether. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Twitchy and uh, Hoopa Loompa Roomba, since there's two of you now, mm-hmm. or wait, is one of you? No, because you, you were side by side. Each are, yeah. Yep. Okay. So is one of you going to hop up or are you going to carry Mr. Mork forward on your backs? Uh, well, I, think I think I've taken over pushing the wheel. <laughs> Okay, so I'd wheel. probably stay on the bottom. Well, that makes sense. And Hoopa Loompa Roomba, it yeah, is with all, my one all hand. Yep, okay. all fingers. And I think so, Hoopa Loompa Roomba would also attempt to catch the the wrench coming because Hoopa Loompa Roomba is well-versed in fixing things and sticking hands and having tools. Okay, great. So, Twitchy, I'm going to need a roll from you for carrying the burden forward. Um, I'm going to say two, <laughs> one for uh, just like one for doing the thing and one for using your wheel. That's, that's your, your air. Yeah. Um, and then Hoomba Loomba Roomba will deal with you in a second uh, to see whether you can catch that wrench. All right. Hey, that's a five and a four. All right. Good stuff. Um, yeah. You, you know, the wheel and honestly uh, missing a hand, you're like, you're, you're really well balanced for this now. This is, this is working out real good. Um, uh, she's going to so- make it. <laughs> <laughs> so we get one success um, towards our total. And I'm going to say that something good is that uh Roomba, you catch the wrench. Uh, you catch it handily. Um, so we'll have plus one to the next goblin to make a roll. Uh, Mr. Mork, you haven't acted yet, but also there isn't... Well, I mean, you've arrived, actually, yeah, because there was a success. So we've arrived at, at the room. <clears throat> Would you say anything now, or would you wait... Uh, what's, what are we seeing in the room? Right. So you, uh, you arrive to, um, uh, sort of an offshoot workshop of the armory. I uh, think of it almost as like an open garage, uh, like a small garage, um, where, um, you know, specialty weapons are tooled up. Um, and, uh, so the, uh, the, the big mech gun is being, um, just like cleaned. Um, Armageddon is, is absolutely filthy at this point with, you know, the, the dust and ash of war. Um, so there's just, uh, like it was in the middle of, you can see like being meticulously and carefully cleaned, um, for, for re, uh, like redeployment, uh, onto the field. Uh, unfortunately there is a squig on the loose in this room, uh, dangling a chain behind his neck. Uh, this is the something bad Ryan that you rolled at the very beginning of the game for this room. Um, now technically, uh, this is squig makes for good eaten. So it's really hard to like pass up a good meal. Um, so there's some concern there, but basically uh, you're, you're something bad is you got to catch that squig because as you enter the room, the chain catches around the back of the gun uh, and starts pulling it forward. Now the good news is no one's rolled something bad yet. So it's not firing. Um, but the mech boy is, is, is yelling. Um, he sees you uh, come in and he just says, Oh, thank Gork and Mork. You gotta help me. We gotta catch that squig. I'll use my human arms to hit it with my wrench. Hey, that, that, that's my wrench. It's mine it now because I caught it with my arms. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, is what I heard a human say once. 
During um, this, Hoopaloopa Roomba is doing like the Swedish chef overacting arms to go along <laughs> with all of this dialogue. Spectacular. Which uh, apparently was just Frank Oz being so mad about having to do with the character. He just refused to follow Henson and was just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Uh, that's amazing. All right. So we got full, full Muppet arms going. Um, that's great. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Mork and Hoopa Loopa Roomba, you're going to try and <laughs> hit the squig with a wrench. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mork, I think, is just observing. He's just telling his arms to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to, I think, Ryan, I, I think I'm going to make you roll because you have to instruct the Muppet arms ah, that where, makes sense. where to, to point it, and then <laughs> you'll have to roll. So, uh, Mr. Mork, go ahead with with your your role there uh to my yumi uh, eyes do see a squig advancing to my right about 10 feet 10 humi feet because <laughs> he thinks feet are literal and is aware that orc feet are different oh, yeah. sizes um, that tracks that makes sense all righty i think uh <laughs> this just a one does this feel like a one does it feel like two because he's pretending to be a person what do we think tom yeah so i definitely have two. a leadership is he like your yeah that's, your clan that's the one I was is good at <laughs> Oh, yeah. Leadership, plus he's pretending to be a human because he's tall enough. Yep. So I'd say three. All right, let's go for it. And you get plus one. Uh, Okay, I am going to... uh, I'm such a human. No human would have a tooth like this. Uh, And he rips out uh, his his extra tooth to let me re-roll so he doesn't just fucking die. (laughs) Be useless. There we go. Seven, three, three. All right. Um, so uh, you successfully indicate uh, to Hoopaloomba Roomba where, uh, where this squig is, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, but uh, we got two something bads. Um, so... <laughs> We have a minus two to Oompa Loompa Roomba's role. Um, and I think the something b- uh, bad is as you say it, um, as Oompa Loompa Roomba moves, uh, the whole stack shifts and the wheel goes out. Uh, so Oompa Loompa Roomba, the minus two will be you falling out of the uh, out of the Muppet Man stack uh, while trying to wrench this this squig. Uh, go ahead and roll, roll your attack um, against <laughs> the runaway squig. Uh, so I think we get one for sure. Yep. Um, My long fingers that are yeah, good at handling wrenches. Definitely. And honestly, I'm going to give you one more for being part of the repair crew. Uh, you're good with wrenches. That is true. All right, here we go. Minus two roll. Oh, we gotta we gotta re-roll it. We gotta we get, we're using this luck because otherwise that's not not <laughs> what's, a uh, what's Hoopa Loopa Roomba's uh, ma- uh, lucky tooth situation we had the piece of metal that fell out of uh, your previous one <clears throat> what's theirs Hoopa Loopa Roomba's magic is that because of all these broken fingers they've constantly had to be replaced so one of the fingers just falls off <laughs> like <laughs> oh that was the lucky one all right, that was great. the lucky one yeah and all right, so we got a one with negative two on it, mm-hmm. a four that becomes two, and a six that becomes four. All right. Um, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Um, so you throw the wrench, 
Um, and it uh, bashes Wrench off. to meet off. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll uh, give you inspiration, but oops. Um, so the, the, wrench, the wrench flies from your hand and uh, it soars through the air like the beginning of 2001 Space Odyssey. Uh, as you say, your badass line that uh, only a super cool streamer would say in real life. Um, and it, it just, it cranks a squig, not enough to kill it, but hard enough to to make it like spit out the uh, the chain on the gun. Um, so it, it it takes off running. So that's just something good. Um, next god or next god gets a plus one. Uh, unfortunately, as the stack falls and as as you threw, um, you hit the ground, and it's that kind of thing where like you're on the ground watching, uh, and you see it happen, and you're you're overjoyed. Uh, unfortunately, falling behind you is Twitchy uh, with the slicing wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, who slips forward and just fucking cuts you in half uh, <laughs> from from uh, chaps to knave, uh, knaves to chaps, uh, just like sliced right down the middle. Uh, and then you just fall apart into two two sides as Twitchy slides forward into, into grot guts. Uh, your final words echoing <laughs> wrench to me. <laughs> That's it. And then just a split. <laughs> May it echo through the ages. Um, all right. Um, Bringing us to, we've got uh, Twitchy and uh, Stick Whistles down. <laughs> Blooper Room is down. They'll be back in the next scene. Twitchy, uh, it's all up to you. Uh, the gun is not too far away. What do you do? Um, look, Twitchy salvages. That's what he does. So I, th- <laughs> I think he pushes the wheel. <laughs> And does kind of like in front of him mm-hmm. and then does like a running leap onto it to ride it. Like unicycle. <laughs> to- exactly. Oh, oh my God. All right. Amazing. Towards the gun and then wants to fucking swerve the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, great. Gra- grab and go. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So we definitely get one for doing a thing. Yeah. Um, One for salvaging. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then one for using the heirloom. Yeah. 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 I like that. Cool. Uh, four, four, three. Is that with the plus one? Five, five, four. Wow, 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 wow. Um, well, shit. Twitchy's um, gonna make it. Yeah. Twitchy, yeah. T- Twitchy's, Twitchy is endgame. Um, <laughs> so you do, you do that. Like you fully just unicycle your way over. With your remaining hand, uh, you grab the the chain on the gun, um, and miraculously, like kind of like leading the people back back to the rockets, uh, you just kind of like totter away. Your twitchiness is actually balancing you properly, uh, inexplicably. Um, something good I think we'll say is that Mr. Mork, uh, you're able to cut and run uh, when this is happening. It is it's such a distracting. I think like the the mech boy is just so shocked that this orc somehow fell apart into three pieces. He doesn't understand. Um, so you're able to duck out and go, uh, what, what's your, do you have parting words for the, the mech boy? I'm going to do what Yumi's do. Ah! And then he just books it. And that's his whole thing is just classic Yumi battle tactic. And, uh, the mech boy just scratches his head, uh, goes back inside and opens up a book, um, and says aloud, look, dear diary, the strangest thing happened. Uh, he's completely illiterate, does not know how to write. It's just, he's just scrawling like different shapes uh, on a page as he describes uh, what, what happened in his day. And if this was a different day, knowing that that mech has a diary, oh man, those two could have been best friends. 
just a man pretending to have it like an orc pretending to have a diary and an orc pretending to be a human soldier we're we're one more character away from a sitcom can love bloom on a battlefield (laughs) Um, so you uh you make your way uh, back to the, the rocket stack you've successfully completed uh task one you've got your rocket you've got everything you need to make it go uh next step is you 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 gotta you gotta get a place ready for it to go from uh and for that you're gonna need the help of two new friends our No Gods, No Glory Goblin Quest Adventure features our GM Tom McGee, along with players Ryan LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borovic. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the One Shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker, that's M-R-K-R, on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunderhorse by Damiano Baldoni. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. Or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. I'm DJ OneShot 2.0. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to smash that subscribe button and show your love to OneShots. Wah, 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 wow. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. After all this time... What time is it again? I feel like the clock stopped. Time was a tennis ball we could bat round the court. Time for distraction too. Time to just sink to the bottom. Time to get to the meat of this meat. Time for Greater Boston Season 4. That's right, on September 13th, Greater Boston returns with new full-length episodes released every other Tuesday. And we're so excited for you to hear it. But also, it's been three years since our last season wrapped, so... We're maybe a little worried that people might have forgotten about us. So we're asking for you to help spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and classmates, tell your cat, tell your local subway busker. But politely and without interrupting their performance, point is, now is a good time to share your love for Greater Boston on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you, you know, post things. Then come back on September 13th when Greater Boston Season 4 officially begins.